Father, thank you for another Tuesday as we come in before your presence. We ask that you will speak a word to us. We ask, Lord, that your will will be done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. Powerful. Take your seat and find a good seat. Amen. Some of you like to fellowship with the back. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Apart from those who are doing the security, um, well, the protocol work, and making sure we wash our hands and so forth. The rest of you, nobody has any business at the back there. Mm. Yeah, powerful. All right. Are you happy to be in church? Really? You don't look like you're happy. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well, on, uh, let me begin with something that's on my mind. I don't want to forget it. On Sunday, I couldn't give you the date for our conference. And so I have to give it now. The Art of Evangelism conference comes off from the 13th to the 16th of October. Amen. That is exactly two weeks from today. Hey, you are Samuel. Uh, exactly what? Please ask your neighbor whether they heard. Some people, when you say dates, they don't hear the date. Uh -huh. So those of you in t-shirts, if you stand, it would be nice. Yeah, that's our powerful... So who can interpret the logo for me so that you know who can interpret the logo come we can't hear please stand up and speak like a lady pastor uh -huh. because you're on the right path but uh -huh. then what okay okay and the globe that's it yes that's it oh the girl now nah, has gone oh it's nice it's nice amen so i don't want to struggle just buy your t-shirts we are going to wear our t-shirts the sunday before the conference it's our advert and those who will be working which is the session we'll have tonight because we need volunteers you need more than one t-shirt and it's not free i can't give it to you free that's all uh -huh. one day look one day i'll be able to learn maybe i'll do it but even then i'm sure i'm sure i'll be building churches so <laughs> amen but acquire it because from here it moves to bantama and yeah yeah we help them with their conference so they are very graciously helping us also and the reason I am talking about it now, it's like we have two weeks. Normally, we use three months to plan a conference and to get it off ground. And so we are doing three months of work in two weeks. Are you there or you have traveled? Uh -huh. we, did, we did give thyself holy in a month. In a month. But with hundreds of workers, which we don't have here. So we need every single means possible to advertise the conference is true or it's not true uh -huh. so that is why i'm talking about the t-shirts this early and then during the conference itself we will have a thursday that is our t-shirt day our speakers are bishop freddy norte from boku bishop patrick bruce from bantama and bishop edwin ogo from accra amen powerful you can't miss it all if you miss it today i don't know what to say uh-huh i don't know what to say and we must not 
sometimes when you are doing these things, the children of the house misbehave. But you know that as for this house, if you misbehave, I will come for you. You know. Ah. I will come for you. I tell you. Hey. Hey, Pastor, what are you saying? Just try it and see. Just try it and see. The kind pastors, they don't say anything. Me, I will say. And I won't just say it once. <laughs> Amen. Okay, but in the meantime, life must continue, and life is continuing. Amen. And um, tonight, I'm going to be dealing with a subject which I believe, you see, every time we come, I believe the Holy Spirit drops something in my spirit that will help the work that we are doing. Amen. Oh. Amen. Oh. And tonight, I'm sharing with you about the mindset of a church worker. I'm using the word church worker because some of us are center directors, some are community leaders, some are center leaders, some are, you see, so whatever you are, your mindset, some are pastors. If your thinking is wrong, if your thinking is wrong, you will not do well. A mad person can be an athlete. Are you there? He can run. So you're going to have a, what, 100 meters dash with somebody whose mind is not working well. And so you line up. Number one to number five. And you are all going to run. And as we are going, we know that our guy, even though he's mad, according to, we, as we know him, his speed is great, so he will be. Then as they start running, he starts going backwards. What has happened? Is it that he cannot uh, run? No. It's the dumb book, the mind. Is the mind and I am looking at many of you and your minds are not working well so my prayer tonight is to help your mind to work well if your mind works well many things will cease to be a problem they'll cease to be a problem amen the difference between people who go to school a lot and people who don't is a mindset people say it's money it's not money it's a mindset it's a it's a mindset and we have areas in Ghana where not going to school is it. That's the mindset. And because it's like that, that's it. That's it. That's why you have somebody who doesn't even have a problem with school fees, but they have to co convince the person and pray for the person to go to school. And as they are going halfway, they just threaten everybody and say, I've stopped. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you stop, who is going to break? I mean, who is going to break? The person who is paying your school fee or you? It's, it's a, a mind so tell your neighbor that you start thinking well from today there are people here they can't marry because of their mindset they can't marry the kind of mind that they have they are looking for a species of woman who has not yet been created <laughs> and, and I don't know if God has plans to should we maybe ask God whether he has plans to create such a species are you there yeah so your mind it's so important how you think okay or how you don't think oh hey some of you who should be preaching the reason why you are not preaching is because of your mind yes it's because of your mind and many 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 things that are done when they are showing you advertisements on the tv it's to affect your mind yes it's the mind the mind must understand it first so they keep on flashing the thing in front of you 
these people with their homosexuality, they are flashing it in front of you. You watch it in a film, it comes to pass. In a cartoon, it comes to pass. The, what they are doing, they are affecting your mind. You see that very soon, you think it's normal. Very soon. Very soon, you, you say it's okay. Hey. But if you are a child of God and you can get your mind to work like the mind of Christ, you'll be cool. You'll be okay. Hey, why are you very quiet as if you don't know that your mind is supposed to let this mind be in you, which also was all which is, was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah. If you have that mind, it will be cool. So, what kind of mind should we have as people? who are trying to do something for the Lord and let me just I want you to just clap for our online church because they are also online tonight amen so you guys you are welcome we'll see your comments after church we'll go and see all your comments on Facebook after church but you are welcome and you have been missed but even while you have been missed we are having a party here <laughs> we're enjoying life here so I would suggest that you come around for a visit or two they should come for the conference. Lady, Lady, Lady Reverend Humi says, I should say it's come for the conference. All the empty hostels, 10 cities and bed, Ubenya. Yeah, so if you are serious about some things, just arrive. Oh, I thought you clapped so that they'll know that you are here, you have missed them. <laughs> Amen. So what kind of mind should you have? What mind will help you in the work that you are doing? Very, 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 very important. As COVID has gone on over time, we have seen some people drop out. We have seen some people stop, um, what, flowing with whoever is in charge of them. They don't, you know, because the thing has it's been on for quite some time. And it's like that in every church. A lot of churches reopened and found out that some people were in and some were not. And the people are at home. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong a few of the people have said that oh they say in church covid and you wonder was covid born in the church it's a mindset it's a mindset and that mindset is the reason why you sit in the trotro tie to tie you go to a funeral tie to tie you walk in a maskless market you ain't got no problem but it's church that you think is the problem you know where we rather practice the protocols properly you will wash your hands. Who has not washed their hands as you are sitting here? You will wash your hands. You will wear a mask. If you forgot your mask, we'll make you buy the mask. You mask you sanitize your hands. Hey! Here, rather than we are practicing it, you say what? <laughs> we'll take your temperature. It's, it is, it is in church, I got to know that my temperature is a constant 35.7. I've never known it before. <laughs> Every Sunday I come, it doesn't matter which of the guns they use 35.7 35.7 mean, i thought 36 was the average or something anyway <laughs> amen so let us work on our mindset and if we do many things we think are difficult will be easy amen and so tonight i'm sharing with you from one of our father's books church planting and we're talking about your mind your mind amen what's the first mindset that you should have the first mindset you should have as somebody in church working for god and in fact if you don't work you need this mindset even more you should understand that god is interested in and is monitoring the work you do 
many times when we are there we feel that nobody cares nobody's concerned it doesn't matter we are okay this and that but god is monitoring god is monitoring he's watching let's just quickly go through some scriptures revelations chapter 2 and verse 2 in the book of revelations messages were sent seven messages were sent to seven churches every church has an angel and the message was given to the angel of the church to bring what did those messengers say in revelations chapter 2 and verse 2 you can see it it starts i know thy works so there's a whole message there but it starts with i know thy works does it also mean he knows what you didn't do let's go to revelations 2 verse 9 messages to different churches again it says what ah can you read okay revelations 2 13 i know what revelations 2 19 hey what revelations 3 1 it's in the middle of the scripture revelations 3 1 please I know. Have you seen it there? Okay. Revelations three eight. I know. To all of the churches, and he was not talking to the cement blocks in the church. When we say church, he's talking to the human beings who make up the church, and he was saying that to all of them. I know your work. I know your work. So when you work as though it is somebody's work, he knows. When you work as though I'm doing it for somebody. Ms. Baigua sent over So I just made one call. When he didn't answer, it's okay. God saw. Maybe I didn't see, but he saw. Maybe your, 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 your FSO doesn't know. But God knows. He says, I know thy works. So it is important to him. I know thy works. What are you doing? What work are you doing? And you see, many people are not diligent with what they do. And the Bible says that if you have not been diligent with that which is another man's, who will give you your own? Who will give you your own? So as he's watching, you have been given something to do and you just do it. As we say in Ghana, you just do something. Something, something. God has seen it. Then tomorrow you will want your own. And he'll remind you that when I gave you this one, what did you do with it? You just did it anyhow. You cannot have this one. You cannot. If you are working for a certain business and they give you a car to drive, and because it's a big business car, you drive it. When you get your own car, that's exactly how you're going to drive it. Yeah. And you notice that a lot of drivers they never own their own cars because they were not faithful with that which was another man's. <clears throat> hmm. What's your neighbor saying? Are you doing what you have been asked to do properly? That's the mind that you should have. And the reason why you are feeling tired is because you are not doing the thing well. So when you don't do it well, it also doesn't bring any food. It's like you're going to cook a meal. When you cook the meal, have you ever, 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 ladies, have you ever cooked a meal in which you put everything into the pot at the same time? I have. You have just not been hot enough in life. 
Me, I've done it before. Charlie, I don't have time. <laughs> I can't stand here. Something has to happen, Charlie. Oil, followed by onions, followed by tomatoes, followed by Charlie. It should just be there and be cooking. Whatever comes out, we shall eat it. <laughs> of course, it won't be nice. <laughs> but that's how some of us are doing the work of the ministry. Just something, something. Something. You take your phone, you call the person once, the person doesn't answer. Yeah, I called, he didn't answer. Ah, listen, the person is a baby sheep, the person is asleep. To wake somebody up, you need a little more force than just one solitary phone call. Meanwhile, you cry, the phone is on silent. You cry, you didn't pray to. If I want to wake you up, I will send the Holy Spirit ahead of me. Ask him to please go. You'll be there. You'll not know what has woken you up before the call even comes. But because you don't mind, it's somebody, it's sheep nice for somebody. So we don't mind. Are you there? Ephesians chapter 2. You are expected to accomplish some things, certain works while you're on earth. Ephesians 2. Let's read from verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that's not of yourselves. Your salvation, did you buy it? Did you work for it? It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. The reason for your creation is good works. Get it into your mind. Hey. <laughs> which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. The church has become like the world where you think that you have been made on this earth to buy a car, to buy houses, to make money, and your whole life is just me, 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 and another me. Let me speak to every me person here. You are dying in your meanness. And they are the most unhappy. Everything is about you. everything me my eye you will see that somebody who doesn't have but who is concerned about another person is happier than you and that is the reason why some people are dropping out because it is me 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 and another but that's not why you were created he said you were created unto good works which God has before ordained that you should walk in them. So the reason why you were brought forth, that reason was already established before you arrived. And when you came, you came and fell into Ghana. It was not by mistake. It's exactly where it's supposed to be. So that you will accomplish exactly what has been said before you. And if you don't do it, a certain happiness that you are looking for, you just won't have it. Pastor Bant, why are you kissing us? Don't let me get angry with you. Let me ask you a question. Are people in the world happy? Are they happy? Have you not seen that you can answer? They are busy about their own business, me, my, I, and more me. And as they are doing it, they are becoming more and more unhappy. And experiencing what we call the zilch of life, the vanity of life, and the uselessness of it. How many graduates are in the house? How many of you have finished school? You've got a certificate. Ah. When last do you see the certificate? Do you even know where it is? When last do you see it? 
It's somewhere. Your mouth like somewhere. No, but it's real. It is true. When last did you see that certificate? I thought you said that's the reason. I thought, wait, wait, how many of you have finished school? Five years, at least. Five and up. Please stand. Five and up. Nice, nice. Hey, I'm paying for I want to ask you a question. Have you become as wealthy as you thought you would be five years after school? They say I shouldn't go there. I'm going there. Where are your where are your riches? I thought you said if I do a degree, if I finish it, if I get first class, by this time I have this, I have that, I have that, I have that, I have this, I have this. Where is it? Where is it? By now the car park should be full. Where is it? Can you not see that you are chasing a dream that does not exist? Can you not see it? Wait, 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 wait. How many of you who are standing, you own a car? Let me see your hand. You have, you have a car. You have access. Good, good. Okay. <laughs> I want to know whether your life is any happier for the car. It's just a question. It's a question. Because some of those who are sitting there who don't have a car are saying that all I need is a car. If I got a car, I'm going to be very, very happy and life is going to be okay with me. I want you to tell me whether you are any happier because of the car. David, your car, we like it. You like your car. But you wish that uh, you need it. It's not that. Are you there or you have traveled? It's just a question I'm asking you. So the last time you had to change your tires, how did it feel? I don't... <laughs> no, no, I'm just asking you something. I am not saying we don't need a car to move. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Please be intelligent a little. A little. Some of you see that lack of intelligence is also a problem. What I'm saying is that it can't possibly be the be all and the end all of your life. It can't be. Maybe it's when you finish school. How did you feel? Just relieved. Happy for a day. Did the, the happiness hasn't lasted till today. As you woke up this morning, did you wake up saying, Hallelujah, finish school? Momentary. It's a passing, passing. Passing. Yo. <laughs> no, no, no. You said if you finish school, you'll be very happy. Have you not finished? And some got good grades, and we have even celebrated it. But, 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 but what? What? After that, what? After that, what? And so what? Ah, pressure. Eh? It's just a question. Of all, why you wake up every morning and say, Hallelujah. I'm ready. Uh, okay. Sit down. Thank you. And when we came to school, they said that we shouldn't go to. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. Your intelligence is too low. Your intelligence is too low. There are things we do because we are human beings, they are not the reason why we are alive. We eat because if we don't eat, we'll die. But we are not alive to eat. 
It's just that it's one of those things. If you don't eat, hey, it's another problem. So you have to eat. But it's not like, Charlie, the reason why I came, my reason for being, is not eating. How one can be sad? Like it to be sad, pa. The reason why you came was to do the good works that God had ordained that you would do before you came. Before you came, He had assigned you that this and this and this. I'm releasing a certain guy at this time to do this, 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 this. That is why when you read the Bible, you see that some people, their mother can pray and they will never be born. Hannah prayed for a child that she never had him till so Jesus was on the way. Because John the Baptist had to come around that time. Yeah, that was the work for him. So, in spite of all her praying and crying, can't come. Cannot come until. Until. Samuel, his mother was another Hannah. Mother prayed, her, prayed, her, prayed, her, prayed, her, prayed, prayed. She's looking for a child. She cried. She did, 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 did. Until Eli was an old man. Not yet dead, but an old man. And too old to chase the boy out of the temple. So he had to accept him. That was his, what he was ordained to do. And you are also ordained to do something and you are playing the fool with it. And when you finish, you say that, oh, I'm not happy. How can you be happy? <clears throat> you see, I'm just trying to let you see how worldly we have become in our thinking. Yeah. Very wealthy. Very, very wealthy. Hey. Wisdom is to be mindful of heaven and conscious of approaching eternity. As you are there working for the church, working for God, doing something that has been assigned to you, you should know that it's a wise thing that you are doing. Because wisdom is to be mindful of heaven. People are living on this earth as if heaven never existed. But one of the good things about this bad time, this COVID time, is that we have come to see that something can us. Yes. COVID has brought the whole world, everybody. Hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine today. We travel all over the place. I said, can you believe that we have been in Kumasi since March till now? We are still here. Then to console ourselves, I was remembering another friend in Takradi who has been since January. <laughs> well, the person hadn't started moving, just about to start moving, and then COVID came. <sighs> it has made nonsense out of everything for us to see something. I feel that it is God's mercy to us because our minds are not on heaven, you see. But now it has made us mindful of heaven, a bit conscious. That eternity is real and it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. The Bible has very specific instructions. Let me find my scripture. In the book of Matthew. Some scriptures that are very sobering. No, I have to preach it because some of you are forming the food. Just because you are in the house, you think that's something. Those of you watching... I'm talking to you particularly. Campo has, has not opened also your whole life has, has dissolved. What is wrong with you? Ah. So when you finish campus, when you go home, you backslide for life. Or what? Hey! 
and they are insulting me. I haven't even started yet. You see, you must take your Bible at times and just read it. Okay. Don't do that. Don't worry, let me take my time and find it. It's the needed scripture. It's a very needed scripture. Tell our neighbor that we needed the service tonight. We needed the service tonight. We needed it tonight, man. Yeah. One of the things you should never doubt is that God has called you. Never doubt it. Never doubt it, ever. In all the things that you are doing, know that you are called. Even when it's not working, just know that you are called. Do you think that the people who brought the gospel here at first, when they came, it was okay for them? It's just a question. That's it, Matthew. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 6. This is just instructions Jesus gave. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. And where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Are you seeing the scripture? Yeah. But we have done exactly what he said we shouldn't do. We have rather laid up for ourselves treasures on earth. Where the moth and rust corrupt and thieves break through and steal. And we have not laid up for ourselves treasures in heaven. And so when we start to lay up as treasures in heaven, then we think we are doing something inferior. That what we are doing, laying up treasures in heaven, when you go to visit one person, when you go to stabilize one person, when you preach the gospel and the person gives their life to Christ. So, no, I should, I should even add when they give their life to Christ. When you preach the gospel, full stop. Because it's not every time you preach and the person will give their life to Christ. But you have done your part. And another person will come and add. Yeah. Who planted and who watered yeah you see and it is all something that is valued and he said don't concentrate on what you are laying up here on earth have you never received jewelry that you thought was very nice and you kept it and one day you went to open the box that today i want to and when you open it charlie and that's it you can't even wear it and that's what we are working for. And that's what we are working for. Hey, the church is quiet nicely. Yeah. And he said, don't do it. Don't do that. Rather, the one you should be consciously forcing to do is the one that is up there in heaven. And that is the one rather that we are playing the fool with. That is the one rather. Oh, but I was just waking him up to pray. Do you know, do you know what you have done when you are waking somebody up to pray? If you had not woken that person up to pray, there would not have been a waking. Yes. Ah. When you wake the person up to pray and the person starts to pray and things are accomplished, you have done a work. 
I say, you have done a what? You wake up, you walk in the sun, you go to somebody's house. Maybe, maybe you don't know what would have happened to that person if you didn't go. Maybe you don't know. The story is told of a young boy who used to go evangelizing with his father. And they used to go and distribute tracts on Sundays after church. It was this kind of church that, I mean, after Sunday, you go and eat lunch, then you have cruised. So, <laughs> and they would go sometimes during the week. So one day, that little boy came to his father and said, oh, daddy, let's go and give our tracts. But it was a rainy day. And so the father said that, oh, today there's raining. I don't want to go. It's raining. The boy said, I want to go. I want to go. So the father said, okay, you can go. So the father gave him the tracks. He wore his raincoat and he went. And he went around. The few people around, he gave them tracks. So he was left with just one tract in his hand. And so as he looked, because it was a rainy day, many people were not around. Then he saw a house. And he decided, let me go and give it. He knocked on the door and nobody responded. And for some reason, he didn't stop knocking. The boy was about eight, nine years old. He didn't stop knocking. He knocked again. And he knocked again. After some minutes, a lady came to the door. A sad-looking lady. And the young boy said, I just came to give you this. It was a tract. And to tell you that Jesus loves you and God loves you too. And I just came to say something, something. And then he left. And he went home. The following Sunday, his father, the preacher, was up there preaching. When it was testimony time, and a lady got up. They didn't know her. In that church, when it's testimony time, like always, you walk and you come to the front. And the woman said, I came to this church today because God sent me an angel from here. My husband passed away some years ago. And after he passed away, I was just there and I was feeling very lonely. And life had lost there's nothing. You see, when you live for me, 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 that's how it is. Because now the man is gone. There's nothing again. So she decided on a certain dreary, rainy Sunday that she's tired of life. She will take her life. And she had gone up to the cellar there, up to the, sorry, the attic, and put a chair there and tied a rope on the rafters. And she told God that if he sends her somebody to talk to her, she won't continue. But nobody had called her and nobody had come to her house. So she put the thing around her neck. And just before she kicked the chair away, she heard a knock. Knock, 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 knock. She said the person will go away. But the person was not going away. And because the person was not going away, she decided, okay, let me just go and see who it is and come and continue my... <laughs> <laughs> And as she came down, she came and met the little boy. And the boy gave her the tract. First, he, shared, he had told her, God loves her. And that's what she needed to hear that day. And after she closed the door, she read the tract. And she said at the back of the tract was a prayer. And she prayed that prayer. And she said something happened inside her. That's why she, had, she was in church. And she said she wanted to go to church. She never, she didn't know where any church was in the town. But at the back of the tract was an address. And so she asked the taxi to bring her to the church. And that is why she has come. An angel from this place had brought me a tract. You are somebody's angel. 
and you are busy sleeping in your bed, grumbling that you don't have food, complaining that you are tired, complaining that things are not working as they should, complaining that this and that and that. But you are somebody's angel. God needed you. He brought you on this earth and established it that there are some people, they are just for you. They are just for you. If you talk, it will work. If you talk, it will work. And you are there instead of talking, instead of looking for those people, you are nya 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 nya. And then you wonder why you are not happy. How can you be? Hey. Uh, let me preach and finish. No, you see, I need you to understand that it's your mind, though. It is your mind, I tell you. If you just understand what you are supposed to understand, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. And, but I don't have this. I don't. Let me tell you something. Never in your life will you come to a point where you have everything. The richest man in the world still thinks he needs something. He still needs, thinks he needs something. Hmm. hmm. Are you there? The next one. You were created to be more than a good person. Just a good person in society. There was something for you to do. Push your neighbor and ask your neighbor, what are you supposed to do? The next one. The reason for your salvation is the good works. That's what we are talking about. Your good works. That's why you were saved. And that's why when you were saved, you were left here. Otherwise, please, let's go home. Ah, there are times I want to quit. And not quit as in thinking. It's like, ah, let's just go to heaven. It's okay. <laughs> there are no tears there. No problems there. One is never broke there. There's also no marriage there. Amen. Doing the work helps you to overcome your personal problems and this is something that many do not understand i want to read right from the book here because it is put in such a good way when people preach and teach it does not mean that they do not have problems ah 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 preachers sometimes are we not there there's nothing in the pocket nothing in the, in the you walk to church Ah. Ah. are you not still waiting for a place to go and live ah. you, have, you got married in February and we are in we are in uh, what October is coming October is coming so as you are standing there singing only a God like you <laughs> eh? Lizzie, when they married you you thought they are carrying you to a proper place before you were aware the boss carries the family house. Hey. I will make him buy you a cow. Don't worry. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. No, you behave as if, as if, as if, because the person is preaching doesn't have problems. Hmm. They will be standing there singing. What other? What else was he singing today? Eyes of my heart. They should open the eyes of his heart. He should have been singing, open the door of my flat, Lord. <laughs> Fix the door of my flat, Lord. I want to move there. <laughs> I want to move there. 
I've married me a wife since February, Lord. <laughs> I told her I had a house to live in. I need to move there. <laughs> I need to move there. Instead, you are standing here needing us to sing. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see you. Ha! Are you there? <laughs> As if we don't have problems. <laughs> I'm still reading. Instead of us focusing on our difficulties, we must lift up our eyes unto the Lord of the harvest and look at what lies before us. Let us stretch out and reach the unchurched people of our day. God has never used perfect people who have no problems. Noah had a drinking problem, but God used him. Abraham had serious marital problems, but God used him. Rahab the harlot had moral problems, but God used her. The fact that God will use you does not mean that you have no problems of your own. Understand it and correct your mindset and stop being silly. Hey, mm. the church is quiet. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse seven. Please put it up on the screen for me. Second Corinthians. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. God has deliberately put of Himself into our fleshly, useless bodies. The, the same body that we are using for rubbish. Nonsense. So that when you are doing what you are doing, we can see that it's unless God. It's unless God. It is what? Yeah. Because if it was not God, you can't be there. You can't. You can't. You cannot. Yeah. So he has allowed it. Is treasure, but he has put it in earthen vessels. What's an earthen vessel? An earthen vessel, it is like some, it easily breaks. And you just think of a water pot, a clay water pot. Easily broken. Easily developing a leak. And you decide. So it is not a place you put a precious thing. Because you know that it can easily crack, it can easily fall, it can easily break. But God knew that we are like that. And yet he chose us and he put his precious Holy Spirit in us and sent us to go and do his work. So that when you are working, you see that, Charlie, it must be God. In the final quest, the angels explain to Rick Joyner that they, the angels, when they see it, they shiver. They say because they, they live where there is light. They are close to God. It is very easy to obey. Then when they see us, with God, oh, you are praying, you never see him. You are talking, you never hear him answering you. You don't even know what you are doing. And your useless flesh is also disturbing. Huh? Have you never had a prayer topic in the flow prayer? You want to pray the prayer topic and your body too is saying that, me and you, we shall see here today who is in charge. You say that, that's my topic, that's my topic. And you start, shaka be, shaka be, be, be. earthen vessel 
earthen vessel. And so when they stand there and they see the earthen vessels, they can't see God, but they are worshipping him. They can't see God, but they are believing him. They can't see God. They are reading words. They say are God's words, but they are doing. The angels stand there and they marvel. Yeah. And so that is why when they send them to come and help us, they do it. Because they feel that where we are, we see God all the time. Yeah, so obey him, very easy. I see it, I know it, I'm sure of it. I, I mean... Talk to him face to face is simple but these ones they can't see they can't see their eyes are closed and yet they are trying to do so don't come and tell me that i don't feel worthy of course you don't feel worthy because you are not worthy and not one of us is and if you ever felt worthy know that you are already on the way out huh. you want to say that oh now i be man of god <laughs> oh now dear you will fall beer. Hey. You will fall and you nah you know that you are a cracked, fractured earthen pot. Tell your neighbor, change your mind. Those of us who preach, we don't preach because we don't have problems. We don't preach because we never fall asleep during the prayer meeting. We don't preach because everything is okay. That's not why we preach. We preach because that is the sentence that has been passed upon our lives. That's all. Maybe there are days I feel like asking God, about you. did you really know what you are doing? If you are going to call somebody, pa, huh, it's not such a person you should actually pick somebody else. At least a little, a little sober. Now this one she has gone to color her hair by this time they have insulted me ah! the more they are insulting me the more unmoved I am it's my problem hey! because not according to the hair your hair can be black like night hmm. are you in the house yeah so it's not that we have made up our minds that we are going to sin that's not the point we are making you know. that point we are making is that whether we like it or not we do you, are very quiet. you see there are some of you who walk around like you are very holy I wish you luck <laughs> I wish you luck but if you think you are holy just inspect your mind the way you think the things you think the things you think some of you when your enemy falls down you say smart say hmm they do. Oh, sorry. Me were inside. You have already jubilated. <laughs> yes. When you hear that your enemy has fallen down, you say, Ha! <laughs> Meanwhile, the Bible says that we should not rejoice in that evil. Hmm. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. You were going to go and rent that room to pay for the room. And then when you went, the person was somewhere, you didn't pay. Then later, you realized that the room, no, the person they said was coming didn't come. And the room is empty. And he said, <laughs> 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 He says, serves you right. <laughs> wicked people. God, <laughs> wicked people. God don't come out behind you. <laughs> hey, I'm talking to some people today. 
<laughs> I'm talking to some people today. So when you are called to go and do a job, just shut up and get down to the job. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Because as to the problems, all of us have. All of us have them. All of us have them. You say, oh, media, I never feel jealous. Okay. The thing that will make you feel jealous has not yet come. That's all. But when it comes, you will know. No, it's true. So don't, don't start to she or chichi or bang your chest that oh you dear you don't feel jealous <laughs> you're not the jealous type what will make you jealous has not yet come <laughs> hey you're very quiet oh. yes. no it's true because some of us we look so holy we look so holy like that <laughs> the strength of a church is measured by its sending capacity not its seating capacity please it's sending capacity sending capacity if i start on this one tonight we'll not finish tonight but i have to pass there yeah sending capacity let me tell you something I've been praying about this church for a while and I was asking the Lord what next. And he said, cover the city. Centers and branches. Who will go? Who? Oh, me, I can't start a branch. Oh, me, they were like... You can't start. Who can start? It's written on whose forehead. I said, it's written on whose forehead. <laughs> but then when you come and then they just say, <laughs> hey, we have done our way. The church is full. <laughs> it's not by sitting capacity. It's by sending capacity. By sending capacity. Can you be sent? Can you be sent? Some of you, the sending that you are going to be sent this year to go and start a branch or a, send, or a, a, a center is just practice for 119 nations. Wow. So I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, because some of you are very happy that you're in Kumasi. You're like, whilst I'm here, Bishop will not see me. <laughs> we'll be here. <laughs> Bishop won't see you. I'm, I've been praying for anointing on my eyes to see. I will dispatch you right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eh? Meet this place that I am. This and that. You don't know that it is the, it's going to be the best experience of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Acts 13 I'm just picking some verses now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas, Simeon, Niger and that was called Niger Lucius of Cyrene, Manai which was brought up with her and Saul as they ministered to the Lord and fasted the Holy Ghost said separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them this four says so they being sent forth by the holy ghost departed unto Seleucia, and from then they, they sailed to cyprus and you see this was when now paul began to travel and to move all around the place what's the point that we're making here is normal church life to be sent it's totally normal and the issue that the lord had with the jerusalem church was that they were not going the jerusalem church was the first church in the world acts chapter 2 that was the Jerusalem church 
and it was a fantastic church this was the church that was growing by three thousand and by five thousand oh yes every day god was adding to their number they were booming they were meeting daily in the houses breaking bread they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching but god was not happy with them because when he tried to show their leader in acts chapter 10 that listen this gospel now the the jews you they've had it but you have to let it go further let it go let it go further the people didn't believe them i mean paul he uh, peter he didn't take the message so he just went to the house of cornelius did what he must do in the in the house of cornelius and he came right back and sat down so when the lord looked at him, he said hey, okay you are sitting there no problem but he allowed a persecution to arise sometimes when you see some bad things happen god has allowed it and that bad that persecution that came scattered the church and people were running helter skelter and people left only the, the, the apostles were left in jerusalem everybody had to flee for their lives and all of a sudden we find somebody like philip who was a server of tables feeding widows who were quarreling we find him in acts chapter 8 the bible says that he went down to ephesus and preached christ and there was so much joy in the city he never knew he was a called man he was sharing rice water he was using holy ghost to share rice water and some of you are here and you are using holy ghost to share sobolo and you are using holy ghost to share to share water and you are using holy ghost to serve communion and you are using holy ghost to just serve tables and sweep around but i prophesy to you tonight that you better start watching it's time to leave it's time to move it's time to get up from your comfort zone it's time to go somewhere where there's somebody who needs to hear those gospel from you somebody needs to hear it somebody needs to hear it oh yeah somebody needs to hear it hey and so pastor <laughs> what are you saying so what about the church is it your business before you came was the church not there after you have gone will it still not be there some of you young ladies the reason why you don't have a husband is because you don't want to go on missions your husband is a missionary you say you go that's why you are here i mean how can you not go you have to go that's how you get a story to tell yeah that's when you suddenly realize that you are called or you think i come from tamale i don't come from tamale i don't come from tamale but meet when they sent us i went yeah i also went some and i knew less than what you know far less and yet god used it today i was asking lady i asked her if we remove god from the equation do i know you would we even have met i'm just asking you a question if we remove god from this equation who are we those of you who are behaving like god has done you bad because he has asked you to look after a few people check up on them it's just practice for the real thing some of us we never even got the opportunity to practice before we knew it, we were cut headlong into the thing you have one baby you are doing as if the whole world i had three children the, the eldest was five was six the youngest was five months and we traveled to that place when we arrived in the house that we had my husband had gone to find for us what a crowd there was none and we had traveled 12 hours and arrived 
we arrived there when we got there on the friday by monday morning my husband was in hospital and i began to shuttle between the hospital and my five-month-old baby the nurse was drunk the nurse who was supposed to give him the uh, what do you call it <laughs> the no it was it was an injection and so he said he wouldn't take it because the nurse was drunk so now here was my husband serious malaria saying he will not take the injection drunkness and my baby was crying in the house i said i've got to go and feed my baby and come and i left i went to feed my baby and as i was walking into the room we had not unpacked nothing everything was still in his boxes i didn't know where to find anybody or anything we knew only one person his cousin in the town who was working there and as i entered into the bedroom heard the voice. It is one of the few times in my life I've heard the voice of the devil audibly. And the voice said, I will kill him. And I remember that there was a mattress on the floor and I fell on the mattress crying and I heard the Holy Ghost say Psalm 91 and I picked up my Bible and I opened Psalm 91 and I began to confess it. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the, oh yeah, of the Almighty. I will say of my God, you are my fortress. Ah, in you will I trust. We survived it totally. We didn't just survive it. That five-month-old baby himself has given his, his, that he's going on missions. So don't even bring yourself that far. We didn't just survive. We thrived. Where there are problems, of course. Where is there no problem? Where you are in your house, are there no problems? Don't bring yourself. There are no problems. Go and look under the bed. Maybe you find a few mice there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But it was also the place where we learned ministry. It was also the place where we started church after church. It was also the place, I remember that I did crusade and somebody told me that if cars were saved, my car would have gone to heaven. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember that we went to some of the places and as we went, there was nowhere to sleep. And we'll sleep in the car. I've forgotten the name of that village on the Saraga Road. Yeah finish you sleep in the car some people sleep on chairs in the morning when we woke up we we're about to come back they are carrying a huge saucepan of cocoa and the guys drank the cocoa until they couldn't move and we oh and so today when i see that there are churches in that place i thank god that i didn't die before i saw the fruit ah. Are you there? You have traveled. Yeah. It's time for us to grow up. Oh. So they are sending you just out of here. Go down the road and start a center. You say what? You better go because another bigger one is coming. And if you don't do the practice one, I don't know what you will do when the real one catches you. Hey, let me do it close. <laughs> are you there? doing the works that you are doing it helps you to overcome the zilch of life what's the zilch of life that uselessness that feeling that nothing is worth it which comes to all of us it's overcome as you work i'm reading ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 17 therefore i hated life because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me for all is vanity and vexation of spirit this is written by one of the richest people in the world Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. And who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? 
this is the father of Rehoboam. The man turned out to be a fool. <laughs> Are you there? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. Therefore I went about to cause my heart to despair of all the labor which I, under, I took under the sun. You see, this man had decided that he would not withhold from himself anything he wanted. So everything he wanted to do, he did. He built stairs, he did, he did things. Solomon did things. But as he was ending his life, he said, is that all? Is that all vanity of vanities? And you want to come and experience it. Hmm. Are you there? Everything is useless in the context that Solomon was writing. And that is the context of under the sun. Everything he was saying, under the sun. Do you get it? So this earthly existence, as you can see, is quite useless. And that is the reality. And that is why we preach and we teach. So that people don't lose after being on this useless earth at least go to heaven <laughs> and the last point I want to make I want to make for tonight your works will follow you into heaven when you die nothing goes with you nothing have you ever gone to a funeral when you stood over the coffin what did you see just nothing a human being as he had 300 suits in one just one if they change if in the days of uh, uh, wake keeping they will change the person three or four times that's it too. Out of your how many suits? That's it. <laughs> but Revelations 14 and verse 13 says, And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. You know, they quote this scripture at every funeral. It's not true. Many did not serve God. This is for those who served God. <laughs> yea, said the spirit that they may rest from their labors. What labor would you have labored before you are coming to rest? What labor? And their works do follow them. So it means that as you are entering into heaven, when you have no works, when you decide that you have no sheep, or the sheep that you are, they are, they are, they are burdensome to you, when you are entering heaven, that's when you know that it's important. People will be coming, their works will be following them. And you will be coming, Uncle Nam, and when Jesus sees you, he'll bow his head and turn away. He cannot introduce you, he's feeling shy. Because the Bible says that there's a cloud of witnesses. They are watching. And they are even urging us on and trying to get us to do things. You see. The works that we are working, where it really matters, that's where it is being locked. That's where it's being locked. Stop looking out for money. And stop looking for earthly things. Yeah, just stop. Do the things you are doing because you have to do them. You have to be alive. You have to cook. You have to eat. But that's it. Just to be alive. Not because that's your reason for being. The reason why we are here are to do the things that he has asked or left for us to do. Just like how somebody got you here. You are the means by which somebody too will get here. You are the means by which somebody will be saved. I don't want to hear any complaining again. Hey. And those of you still sitting on the bench, I'm going to pray that a whirlwind will blow. <laughs> you see, something can happen in life, eh? It makes you see what is important. Yeah. When something happens in life, you really know what is important. Yeah. If you have ever faced a flood or a fire, 
you will know what is important. Yeah. You will know what is important, what you will remember to call and what you wouldn't call. Yeah. You suddenly remember your sister, your the human beings. You will not remember your 200 cities under the mattress. You will not remember it. You, you will rescue yourself. <laughs> you will rescue yourself first before you remember it. Yeah. I'm closing. One night, a friend of ours house bed. And we heard of it when somebody sent a picture. So when the picture came, what do you think the first question was? Are they okay? How is the family? That, that's, a, that's the question. That's the question. You don't ask what happens to the car. You don't ask did the flat screen burn? You don't ask what again? No, you don't ask anything like that. Yeah. When certain things happen, that's when you know what is really important. And you will see that you will forget all, you will leave all those things. All those things. All those things. Tonight, my prayer is that God will correct your mind. That he will turn your mind to what is really important. And what is really important is what you are doing for him. You must do the works, what he ordained you to do. That is what you should be doing. And begin to prepare yourself for God to use you. I should be here and I should be getting texts. Please, I want to go on missions. Now, AA, we send people on missions. Please. Yes. Oh, cry. We send people on missions. Cry. Every denomination is sending their people. Yeah. The people are a lot who don't know God. A lot. But the grace of God will help us. I said the grace of God will what? So take it that at this time of your life you are in training. Yeah. When you are sent, go and start the thing. Go and start. Go and battle it out. Do you think it's everything that we did that worked in Tamale? Of course not. Some things didn't work. When it didn't work, you just put it aside and continue. Yeah. Some things will work. Some things will not work. But ultimately, what was the sum total of it all? The sum total of it all are lives that changed. Sum total. Sum total. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you tonight? Tonight, I want us to stand and pray for a few minutes. And I want you to just pray for yourself. Pray that you will love God. Pray that you love God. Give me the scripture, Ephesians 3. I want you to just pray some scriptures. This. You must learn to pray scripture over yourself and stop praying these mambi-pambi prayers that you have been praying. I want, I want. Look at the prayer which Paul was praying. And from today, you're going to be praying this over your sheep. From verse 16, that he would grant you. Okay, let's start from 14. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in earth and heaven is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. Do you understand? Some of you, what is doing you is that your inner man, your spirit is so weak, it cannot stand. But you are asking him to strengthen you by the spirit in your inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. You see, so some of you, you are not grounded. Your foundation is not love. That's why you are all over the place and you are always, you know, going back and forth like that. So you are praying. 
that you be grounded in love so that you'll be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of christ which passeth knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of god if you have a bible take it out and just read it and just pray the scripture over yourself and from tomorrow you start to pray it over your sheep but it, that we will have a foundation in the love of God and stop loving ourselves so much that we have become useless. Just begin to pray. Lift up your voice and pray this Your grace 
want to sing it again. Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Oh Lord, you are beautiful. Your face is all that I see. And when your
us, shake us, use us, send us. May we fulfill the reason for which you created us. May we not return with aborted ministries, but rather may we fulfill it and do the good works that you called us to do. Thank you for choosing such as us, earthen vessels full of so many failings. But may your power shine through us. May we never despise our call again, O oh God. But may we remain steadfast. May our faces be fixed on you as we think of your goodness. As we remember your goodness and your graciousness to us. May we be stable. Thank you for not giving up on us. Others may have cancelled out us out, but Lord, you keep us and you are faithful to us. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. Thank you, Lord. Freshen us, Lord. Freshen us up, oh God, by a fresh pouring of your spirit. And may we continue to do what we're doing, Lord, but with your help. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together and take your seat.